The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had borne a son, and he named him Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be as deep as Sheol or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary mortals that you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with child and shall bear a son, and shall name him Emmanuel. Centuries of Christian context, helped along by Matthew's Gospel interpretation, lead us to believe that in this passage, Isaiah foretells the birth of Jesus through Mary. Never mind the fact that Matthew mistranslates slightly, imagining the Hebrew word for young woman to be the word virgin, but that's another story for another time. The point is that our Christian ears can't help but hear that Jesus is the child with the title Emmanuel referenced here in Isaiah 
that title meaning God is with us. Jesus is the child Isaiah is talking about. It seems clear to those of us who have heard this message or this passage since childhood. But if we're being honest, and Advent is a great time to be honest as we prepare for a God who enters in the most intimate way our world and our very lives, if we're being both honest and self-aware, we have to recognize that our Jewish neighbors hear something different. A message of comfort and hope, yes, but different than what a more dominant Christian culture often assumes. And if we're being even more honest, we have to recognize that other ears, maybe even our own ears sometimes, hear this scripture and Matthew's gospel with a type of disbelief. What I mean is the secular context around us means that in this day and age, we have a little trouble with all of this. This prophetic prediction, this saving of sins, or saving from sins, this miracle birth. The secular reaction to this type of scripture is more often than not something like this. I, I don't really need a supernatural savior, thank you very much, and I certainly don't need to be saved by a faith full of hypocrisy and self-righteousness and maybe even worse. If we're being self-reflective, these are a few ways that our scripture today can be heard. But if we dig a little deeper, and if we're being fully honest, perhaps we can hear more. Perhaps we can hear what the Lord wants for King Ahaz to hear. Advent and this small passage of Ahaz, as told in the book of Isaiah, asks us to be honest with the God who knows us intimately and loves us. So let's unpack this passage from Isaiah chapter 7 just a little bit, shall we? Ahaz is the new king of Judah, just 20 years old, from the house of David, and entirely too vulnerable. Enemies on every side. We find Ahaz caught between two kings who want him to join a coalition against the Assyrians. Jerusalem is faced with siege in this effort to strong-arm Ahaz, creating absolute terror among the people. But God sends Isaiah to reassure this Davidic king of his divine protection. And Isaiah encourages Ahaz to trust in the Lord. In fact, Isaiah is so sure of God's protection that he encourages Ahaz to ask for a sign. Whatever he asks for will be provided. No questions asked as proof that God will save 
Israel. How can Ahaz lose? But Ahaz cannot trust. He is too full of disbelief. Maybe he doesn't believe in supernatural signs. Maybe he barely believes in God. Maybe he's too consumed with appearing weak before his military advisors. Maybe he'd really rather follow their advice, not the words of some prophet. And yet Ahaz won't come right out and say that. He hides behind his piety, pretending that he's not one to put God to the test. Prophet that he is, Isaiah sees right through that and tells Ahaz he's getting a sign whether he wants one or not. And following a biblical custom of naming children with some type of symbolic name, Isaiah predicts that a child about to be born from an unnamed mother, some scholars conjecture that it's Isaiah's own wife, will not only survive any potential attack, but thrive and flourish. The child will be able to eat rich foods, milk, and honey of the promised land rather than starve in an impending siege of Jerusalem. And here in this small story is a moment for honesty, one where if it were a movie, the camera might linger on Ahaz's face as he ponders whether he can trust that God is actually with him or not. And here also is our invitation to join Ahaz in this moment of honesty and reckoning. Isaiah's words ring through the centuries as we ask ourselves, how do we hear this promise of Emmanuel, God with us? How do we hear these words of salvation? Do we perhaps hear with modern, secular ears? Do we respond by dismissing as outrageous or maybe just a little naive the existence of God and God's interest in our day-to-day -day lives? Do we respond with something roughly along the lines of, I'm getting along fine without a savior, thank you. COVID was tough and we've had a few ups and downs and but things are getting back to normal and really I'm, I'm fine. Besides, a savior is for someone or some group that's really has it bad off. I have it pretty good and I don't wanna change all that much. And I certainly can't quite imagine that there's anything more abundant than what's right here, right now, in front of me. Or, do we hear Isaiah's words with a faith that is saturated with shame, in which, like Ahaz, we hide our distrust and vulnerability with piety and conventionality?
We are sometimes so afraid of showing our imperfect lives that we cannot ask God for that which he is already willing to give. Maybe, just maybe, we can open ourselves to hear with ears of faith, to hear God's promise to be with us in every circumstance. Might we pause for a moment of honest self-reflection to ask, what needs saving in my life? And who needs rescue and redemption in my community? Do I stand in any way, stand in the way of God's mighty works? I am not an ancient king worried about protecting my city from an invading army. But I do experience the invasion of sin because I live in a sinful world. And my modern consciousness is laid siege by a consumption-filled world and context that tells me I am not safe or fulfilled or complete until I buy something. I wonder if we can join Isaiah in claiming and trusting a God who is so powerful, powerful enough to enter our broken world and change it. The week ahead, my friends, will be busy and full of distraction. There is just one more week before we celebrate the coming of Emmanuel. It will be easy to miss what God is speaking to us. But Isaiah reminds us that the young woman is already with child. God is here with us now, ready to hear us and ready to speak salvation to us in return. This small story of Ahaz, as told in the book of Isaiah, asks us to be honest in this final week of Advent, honest with the God who knows us intimately and loves us. May there be room in this fourth week of Advent for an honest conversation with the Lord. And may we hear the mighty promises of God's salvation. Amen. <clears throat>